He's Sean Shapiro, EP Ringside, also Shap Shots. If you want to find him on Twitter, I, I, I need to point this out. At S-E-A-N Shapiro. So uh, great follow and uh, write some uh, great stuff uh, for Shap Shots. And we mentioned Tyler Sagan briefly. Too bad he didn't get a point on that first goal. Drew a penalty late in the game, which was a tough hit that he took well after he had released the puck. Um, but I love the advancement and the smarts of the stars there because could have went in, drew a matching penalty, but instead, you know, they basically went into the corner and said, we don't like it, but they didn't draw the extra two minutes. I think that kind of led to the game winning goal. It was late, uh, but the Nashville had to kill a penalty. So, uh, I love that. I thought, you know, Sagan's not necessarily putting up the points on the board that we'd like to see, but we all know there's more than points. And I think Tyler Sagan has turned into a more physical player than he was younger. I think he's a better defensive player. Um, I think his awareness is terrific. Uh, his hockey smarts are there. So I'm trying to forget the salary aspect uh, because sometimes I become too cap geeky, Sean. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I just really like the player. I really like what the player's doing. Um, I know he's meant there to put up points on the board, but at the same time, he's also creating offense that he isn't necessarily getting credit for unless you really look into it. Yeah, he's been a pretty good all around. He's been a he's been a good all around center, and he, how he's evolved into that space. And um, it's uh, he's he's done a good job too. Of he's such a hard with the nature of his injuries that he came off of and you, and you, and the fact that he, I think it was, he told NHL.com this when the stars were in Toronto, the fact that he even considered retirement at an early retirement because of the injuries and stuff like that. The fact that he is, um, I, the scale of what he's doing with what he's had to come back from is, I think that gets lost sometimes because of, um, for two reasons, honestly, I think one is the salary. People will be like, oh, well, you make X amount. That means you should get over anything. And B, I think kind of the nature of how what COVID did to the NHL schedule and how everything kind of everyone had a different COVID story and everything like that. I think it kind of shadowed what some of the things Sagan went through health wise to had to get over and, and the recoveries that he had. And so with where he is now, it's, it's good to see him healthy. It's good to see him playing that way. It's good to see him confident that he's healthy. And I, I also want to say too, like, and this is just a quick aside because Sagan was on the receiving end of this hit. I hate that that hit by Lazan, right? Like it was only two minutes because that's yeah. something where if Sagan's hurt, you're getting reviewed. It's getting reviewed for something much larger. Like I hate that. That's the type of hit where, like, good on Tyler for protecting his head at the last second. But that's the type of play where you need to, in my view, from a league perspective, you need to crack down on that on the play when the guy's not getting hurt, so someone doesn't get hurt the next time. That's that's my other just bullet point that needs to be said on that play because Sagan ended up being okay, and that's great. But that's a that's a bad hit. You know, it was. The puck was clearly released, and uh, you're right. He protected himself at the last second, but those are the kind of plays where the concussions come in. Yeah, yeah. It's it's 
it's a it's a bad play. Like yeah. that's one where the I you need to do more about it in the moment when guys don't get hurt so that you keep the next guy healthy. I was actually going to look real quick to see if NHL player safety announced a hearing or anything like that. Uh, that uh, not from not with a two minute penalty, probably. No. no. Yeah. And yeah. Not, and not with and not without an injury. Like, yeah. If all of a sudden Sagan was hurt, probably. But the fact of the matter is, there the fact there was no injury. Yep. But as I tweeted out at the time, perfect answer to that is go score a goal, and uh, yep. a, and they did, and two points on the road against a division opponent. Really, really good. There was a new player on the Stars um, roster last night and on the ice and played pretty well. Tell us about young Frederick Olofsson. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, question young is the, uh, is well, the interesting question. 26? <laughs> is that not young yeah. anymore? I guess that's not young anymore. Is he 26? Yeah, he is. Um, was I right on that? So he was drafted in 2024. So he was uh, he was drafted by Chicago in 2024, and he was. I think I saw a stat from NHLPR the other day where I think he was the third player in Stars history to have made his NHL debut eight years, um, eight years or later after his uh, draft year. Not, and he obviously wasn't drafted by Dallas; he was drafted by Chicago. But he uh, so good. He's a good story though. He he's someone who the stars he's he's a Swede, okay? He's a Swede, but he went a very American route. He played in the USHL, he played came to the United States, played in Colorado as a teenager. Um ended up going to uh University of Nebraska Omaha. Um but just never for whatever reason never got that Chicago just never really had the want to really sign him that much and everything. And after a four-year career at Nebraska, he, he uh, ended up going back to Sweden. And he plays in Sweden for a couple years, uh, three uh, three years actually. And he's a guy who probably would have still been in Sweden. But COVID and the NHL schedule and the NHL players not going to the Olympics – changed things basically um and so olafson would not have been on the swedish olympic team if nhl players were there no chance at all but hmm. because nhl players didn't go to the olympics um olafson ended up getting a getting a role with the swedish olympic team the 2022 olympics and played rather well he played rather well in that kind of he was a good penalty killer he was a good bottom six forward and uh and it kind of opened up the eyes of some NHL teams and they started watching him. They started looking a little bit more to see what he does with his club team and what he was doing with his club team in, uh, in, in the Swedish, in the Swedish league, the SHL. And, and then that's, and, and that's why he ended up on NHL teams, right radar because he went to the Olympics and kind of showed himself in the short tournament. And then teams like the stars started watching him a little bit more in the Swedish league. Had some good opportunities I, last night. Um, so, I mean, he, yeah. he looked good out there. I guess my question is, is um, we've seen Tufty, we've seen mm-hmm. Kamano up, we've seen now Frederick Olofsson. Uh, any thoughts on uh, Jacob Peterson? I think the role that Olofsson played, I think P- 
Olafson and Tufty and Kamano, I think, are better suited to play that role in that less minutes role. Like, I think Peterson is someone who is still finding a way to find his game when he gets less minutes. And that's something where um, Olafson kind of took the role he played with Texas and played it in Dallas. Peterson gets asked to do... Peterson would be asked would be being asked to adjust his game. Tufty going from Texas to Dallas gets asked to do the same thing. So I think it's something where it's a little bit of a challenge almost that Peterson's going to have to figure out to how can I go from playing a larger role with Texas, playing a more offensive role to playing a lesser role, you know, not lesser, but playing a little bit more of a, of a less minute role, playing a little bit more of a role where I have to adjust my game to the NHL. Okay. Um, that's kind of, that's, that's kind of where I look at it with, with, with Peterson. I could, I could see him. I definitely think we'll see him in the NHL right now. I think right now, one of the things the stars are doing, um, and I'm actually surprised the guy like, um, I'm actually surprised the guy like, um, I mean, I know Blumel scored a goal. Um, I, I thought Blumel might get another recall at some point. I think what the Stars are trying to do right now is they're going through, they've got this group of forwards, where, and they've been pretty healthy, so they haven't had to go through this group of forwards as as earlier, as, as quickly as possible. Um, but I think the Stars have been kind of looking at these guys and well, you could have gone back with Tufty. I thought, I think Jim Nil looks at it, says we're like, hey, I signed Olofsson out of Sweden. Let's give him a try because I want to see what I have here. I want to see what I have in this game because I want to see this in December because when there is an injury or after the trade deadline or in the playoffs or whatever, if I have to pick one of these guys to play, I want to be able to have the largest sample size to make the right choice. And I think that's kind of what the stars are doing here right now, where it's um, they're going through and they're kind of trying to give themselves as much data as possible on all these guys with any within the NHL. And I would say Olofsson right now, I don't know if he's going to get, I don't know how long we're going to see him up. I don't know what is, but he's, his play last night was worthy of like, you know what, let's give him another game. Let's see. And that's kind of what the stars want to see these guys keep doing. And I think Peterson's one NHL game this year, he didn't really have that showing where you're like, okay, hey, let's see game two. That doesn't mean he shouldn't get game two, but you watch Olofsson play last night and you're like, okay, yeah, he's back in no matter what. That's kind of where I'm going with this.